here, it's Liam Neeson here, and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast, episode 20. When Peyton Westlake's lab is blown up by a load of moggy cunts, he puts a bag on his head and goes out to find him there, so he does. Listen to this week's podcast, or I will find you, and I will kill you. Who? No foolish heroics, if you please. Is... Dark Man. They destroyed everything he had. All that he loved. Everything that he was. Now. Crime has a new enemy. And justice has a brand new face. I was afraid that you wouldn't want me anymore. Of course I still want you. The good news is that I know who's behind our little troubles of late. Finish it. Okay, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 20, Dark Man. Uh, Many thanks to Liam Neeson there for the uh, great intro. So... Are you there, Steve? I am. Let's do this. Graham, you there? Yes, I am. Excellent. What are you on tonight, then? Just, just uh, the old grouse blend tonight. A Nothing nice special. Grouse blend. Lovely. I'm on the Heinekens. How about you, Steve? Stella all the way. Stella Artois. Yeah. So. Except no substitutes. No, no, no. They're only little cans, aren't they? Little baby ones. That's what puts me off, Stella. Well, I've got a mixture. Yeah? Actually. 440ml, which I call standard. Yeah. Which is... Baby cans. Kind of baby cans. And then uh, a couple of 500s. That's nice. Which is not even a pint. That's, That's not even a pint. That's still short. Still short. Silly yeah. question. Is isn't it? isn't Heineken the one that had a habit of doing cans that were three thirty? Yeah, but they used to also make them where they were only three percent alcohol. But these are five percent. So <sighs> some changes have gone on at Heineken. I mm. do know that if you if you're on For an the best. easy jet flight, yeah, and you want a beer, three thirty mil Heineken is pretty much what's on offer. That's but a not good reason not to not fly though. easy jet. Yeah, well, it's better than bucket air. I mean, seriously. Bucket air, you get Tesco special brew. Yeah, like (laughs) unbranded. I don't know what you get, to be honest, but it's it's not going to be better than Heineken, (laughs) even though that's pretty shit. Okay. So this week, Mm. I've had no aggro. So for our listeners, you know, the old... uh, I was having apples, throwing my house and stuff. So like... Nothing else since again, but all been good. Hmm. Mm, um, yeah. And working's okay as well. Yeah. Not as busy as I'd like, but okay. Anything interesting for you guys, Steve? I've got my car back. Oh, hey, you've got hey, gears yeah. now. And has it got, all, got it, gears. all its gears? It's got all its gears. Excellent. Including reverse, and it's tight as Did you they like. clean it? Did they clean it for you? Uh, no, but I'm not really worried about that. They put the the right tyres on it again as well. I'd been driving around on winter tyres for quite a long time. and All through the summer? All through the summer and worn oh. them out. So now I've put the non-winter tyres on just before winter. But Yeah, brilliant hey, choice. <laughs> there's, there's no such thing as winter anymore, so who, who cares? So you, say, you say that, we're going to get blizzards this year now. <laughs> no, we're not. No, so no, winter, no, no. what are winter tires in them in the states and then Canada and things? Are they like chains on your tires or no, 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 no chains. It's just a tread that works. I mean, having spent a lot of time in Austria uh, skiing, they yeah. they do make a real difference. Winter tires do work. They're just not a big thing in the UK. But the Audi, even with all its gears, is so shit if it's icy or in the snow. They are worth having. 
Yeah, I've never even thought about having different tires for different times of the year. I just no, you would if you drive it. You would if you had yeah. an Audi. It's absolutely abysmal in the snow. It's it's mental. Yeah, so sounds like a I, good reason not to have an Audi. I don't like. Yeah, it, it's a good reason not to have an Audi. If you want to drive in the snow, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Graham? Anything? Um, kitchen week has started. Yes, we've all been looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm not sure looking forward it to it. It should be finished mine. by now. What do you mean finished? just starting it. It's the I, end of I'm, the week. No, no, no. Next week is installation week. I've I've removed the first bit of worktop tonight. Oh, I see. I wasn't planning to start until tomorrow morning, but I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> God, talking oh. boners already, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. That, Excellent. That, that's, Probably, got probably giving you an idea of how kitchen. dull the rest of the week is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so let's talk about Darkman. Mm. Made in 1990. Well, it came out in 1990. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, guys. Steve? Oh. Um, hmm. Interesting. I think probably 40. Okay. Graham. If you yeah, I, I was. Gonna, I can't see it being that high, so it, it, I reckon probably mid forties. Eighty-four. Wow! Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe it either. That, so, that's yes. that's just bizarre. That is immense. So the budget had a budget of sixteen million. Box office forty-eight million. Um, directed by Sam Raimi of Evil Dead fame and Spider Man. Um, it starred Liam Neeson as Dr. Paint in Westlake. Mm. Um, I wrote one more name down, which was Larry Drake as... Uh, is it Durant? Oh. Is that his name? I didn't write anyone else down. All right. The mob boss. Is it Durant? Is that his name? Well, oh, you missed no. somebody there. Because hmm? when I watched this back, I recognised somebody else in it that I'd not recognised before. <sighs> And that was his wife or girlfriend. No, not wife, because he wanted her to marry him, and she was like, not sure. But Julie, and I can't remember her name now, but she was Marge in Fargo. Um, Can't really remember. What? I can't really remember her in Fargo. Frances McDormand, her name was. Yeah, that's the one. An Academy Award winner herself. And, and she I, was almost cast as Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. And was she? Hmm. Ah. Anyway. So. Yeah, but she she's pretty good. And, and and Fargo was where I first... That's a great film. Yeah, but I just can't remember what went on in it, really. Well, no, but... Yeah. Didn't that have Robbie Williams in it? Robbie Williams? Yeah. No, Don't you mean Robin Robin Williams? Williams. Yeah. No, <laughs> same person. Isn't it the same person? What, Mark? No. Hang on. <laughs> What's her name again? The guy in Take That. Robin Williams. No, the woman. Her name is Frances McDormand. Frances McDormand. Are you saying that yeah. Robin Williams and Robbie Williams are all the same person? Yeah. Isn't that. That's Frances McDormand. She isn't. Fr- no, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're getting me wrong now. Am I? There oh. was a, no, no, oh, you're getting it all wrong. So Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yeah. Robbie Williams was in Jumanji, yeah? I don't know. Yes, what the fuck is Jumanji? And Morka Mindy. Morka Mindy, yeah. I know that. That's Robin Williams. <laughs> That's yeah, from Take That. No. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh mate, I'm confused. Right, let's move on. Easily done, isn't it? Oh God. <laughs> I think I, I think know. it's worth saying, yeah, just on a on a on a side note, it's worth noting the the music uh, from Danny Elfman in this film. Yeah, he wasn't in Take That though, was he? No, he he was in Oingo Boingo. <laughs> What's Oingo Boingo? <laughs> Oingo Who's Boingo on the... did yeah. the main theme for Weird Science, the John Hughes movie. Nice. And I don't remember Batman. the music in At... that. Yes, Danny Elfman also did the Batman, uh, the Michael Tim Keaton Batman films. Yes, which which explains no, certain good. similarities you might notice yeah, in the score I for did this notice. and yeah. and the Batman movie that came out the year yeah, before. Yeah, I, I 
definitely thought that. Um, I had that comic book feel to it, and it, yeah, definitely. I don't think they paid him much on this film because he didn't really come up with too much, much different from what he'd done last year. <laughs> so, shall we get on to the uh, what we liked about it? Bits of the film? Because obviously mm. Liam Neeson's already done an introduction for us and told our listeners what this film's about. Have he? Yeah. Oh, you got I missed Liam. that. I actually had Got Liam Neeson to do the intro, but you, you can listen to it. Uh, oh, okay. Did tomorrow. he do it as Oscar Schindler for us? He did it as the guy from we did Taken. It as Liam Neeson, but he did it as the guy from Taken. Yes. yes. You can imagine yeah. what went on. You can imagine what went on. I have uh, a very special, special set, set of set skills. Of skills. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, well, he's a Jedi for a start, so. What's that? Was he a Jedi as well? Yeah. Oh, he was. Uh... He was in the first. Well, in Phantom oh, Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He wasn't a very Bond good one. He got killed like halfway through the film. So you know, bit of a shit Jedi, but still, he did it. Yeah, he got through the training, which. Yeah. Hats off. So I've, I've not got that much to talk about really with this film like I normally have. I, I, I kind of have sat back and thought about it. Initially, I didn't think that much of it again i don't think i did the first time but like certainly not to give it an 84 percent rotten tomato score um but there's a few scenes that i liked um, i certainly liked the beginning with the fingers oh, and then yeah. there's a little bit of humor when it was like there was a few more days left after he lost three fingers i thought that was quite funny his his face um i really liked the ending Right at the end, Bruce Campbell makes an appearance from the Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, the lab explosion <laughs> for all that, you know, the fighting and um, his hands being burnt, and um, that was my phone. My apologies. someone's dinner's ready. Just, just so unprofessional. Josie's got your dinner ready. You better go and get it. No, that happened earlier. Um, Ah, so a lot. Of... We, we were organised in this house, Stephen. Are you? That's good. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, really? Um, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Rather. Rather. So the other thing I liked, and this is probably the last thing I wrote down, was the makeup on the Dark Man was quite good, especially with the teeth and things. The way his face was all melted or. Mm. Away and his, the way his teeth kind of stuck it. I thought that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. It reminded me actually of one of the Batmans with Two Face, kind of um, third one, maybe. Yeah, I see where So, I don't know if it's the same people, um, but the makeup on that was was great. And uh, that was about it, really. Other than I did note down that it did this film spawned two sequels. Really? Yeah. One no, of them I'm not called... sure it should have done. No, it should One of them called The Return of Duran. Or Duran, or whatever his name was. Yeah, Duran. Return of the Estate Agent. And the third one was Die, Dark Man, Die. <laughs> um, so this was your pick, Steve. Yeah. I'm not sure... This is a horror movie. I, I don't know. No, because there not. was it was quite dark in parts. It's got a horror element to it, but I wouldn't it's... put it as an actual horror movie. No. This what it Steven. actually was, was back in the day... This is the Bones me and a, podcast. Me, yeah. Me and a friend used to watch a couple of higher... You know, we used to hire videos nearly every weekend, and yeah. we'd watch a couple of films. The horror wasn't really our thing we were more into action films and you know thrillers and stuff like that but dark man came in and i just remember at the time we thought it was the stupidest film we'd ever seen it's like how could anything be this bad but then i met kev and now i know about things like house shark and you know <laughs> there's all kinds of madness out there it's like and society, oh we've got so many you know it's like we've got such a journey nah, this this is actually quite sane by comparison 
but <laughs> but still funny and and it was funny yeah and yeah. comically bad and i in some ways it wasn't actually as horrific as i remember i actually wrote down on the top of my notepad dark man exclamation mark god help me i'm gonna watch it again and <laughs> it wasn't actually as cringy as i thought it's still stupid as hell but nah it wasn't quite as horrific as i remember and I particularly liked, at one point, the bloke who had a, a gun for a leg, where they just snapped his leg off whenever they wanted, and he was hopping around in the background. Yes. Yeah. That, that was, was good. Now, for me, this is one of the things that actually helps to elevate the film above just pointless shite. Because, really? Yeah, because obviously it happens in that first scene yeah. where they have, have the big shootout and, and they... As you say, they rip his false leg off and start using it as a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Now, that simple act says says to me, okay, fair enough. <clears throat> They're not taking the film that seriously. No, I think that's evident, yes. You know, and, and when a film is able to, to show, we're not taking this seriously. It's a bit like Evil Dead last week. It gave the impression it was trying to take itself seriously, but everything that was happening to my mind was so ridiculous and stupid that it didn't mesh. Whereas this, everything that's happening is ridiculous and stupid, but at least it's self-aware. It knows it's ridiculous, stupid, and it's not actually trying to hide it. Well, exactly. Yeah. So therefore, it gets extra points from me on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well... The other thing about it is, what it, what is this character doing after he's been burnt? He's basically trying to create a three D printed face. Yeah, it, it, it did make me laugh. The fact that you know, three D printing wasn't a thing in nineteen ninety, but no, but he got the, it. The opening, the opening explanation scenes is is basically him three D printing noses. Exactly. Noses and, and evolved into faces, although they only last precisely 99 minutes. When in the light. In if the light, in the light, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you're in the dark, perfectly fine. Might even last 102. Well, well, I, I don't think they, they had a limit in the dark. Well, you never really find that out because it all kind of went back to square one after he uh, got blown after up. After his lab was blown up, yeah. Yeah. And he managed to rebuild that whole lab. Out of burnt bits of old kit. I yeah. found that a little bit unbelievable. <laughs> that really? was the bit you found unbelievable. <laughs> yes, of everything. He wandered off to the dump with a shopping trolley. Yeah. And was able to build a 3D printer. Well, yeah. rebuild the whole laboratory, or whatever you want to call it. What was it? Lavatory. Lavatory. Right? <laughs> the face lavatory. The face lavatory, so he's rebuilt that. And he's done well, really. He did, he did, have, he did have burnt burnt bits and pieces from the original lab, so he didn't have to. He didn't have to find everything from the rubbish tip. Not everything, no. Mm. But he some did of his well. notes might have survived. Yeah, he had a burnt monitor. Yeah, it was a bit scorched. What yeah. What made me laugh is when he booted up the computer to show that things weren't working quite as efficiently was the, the slow down and speed up of the computer speech as if it was a tape. It goes yeah. to show how the uh, the technology at the time, how it related. Yeah. But, but the other thing, on the downside, I would say that the sipping bird was completely unrealistic. Very wrong. There is no way. I don't way. think that fit. Huh? That didn't fit. That didn't fit. It didn't fit. What? <laughs> what did you, as in, didn't the, fit on are what? you talking about? To what? It didn't fit everything else that been going on in the film. Like the, was there a lot of hologram? Well, there was a hologram something? version of it. But originally, if you remember yeah. when Liam Neeson, or whatever his real name was, got or in the film, Oscar got, Schindler, yeah, Oscar blown Schindler, up, yeah, Quinn Quang Harry Quang. Potter. When yeah. when that happened, it was a sipping bird that. Press the lighter to ignite the gas. 
You know a lot about sipping birds as well, Steve. Yes, I, I do. And I know there is no way a sipping bird is ever going to get that kind of momentum. It's just totally unrealistic. It's absolutely comical. It was very inconsistent because it, it, it was like one minute it's only just wobbling and the next yeah. minute it's going all the way down to full drinking mode. It's like, yeah, to, you to, need to, the temperature to increase a to lot before light that happened. But, but do, you, I did do you know how a sipping bird sipping actually bird. works? It's got chemicals in that little... Yeah, it's got chemicals yeah. in the little bowl, but what makes it tip? Oh. Um, I don't know. Go on, tell us. Is that the chemicals doing something? Well, the chemicals... Are they warming up? There's a little bowl doing? and a tube, and yeah. the bird has a beak. Yeah. And if the bottom heats up enough, the chemical rises up the tube, and a little bit of the chemical would tip into the bird's beak. Making it. What's, heat, what's heating it up? Well, you. Sunlight, a radiator, Sunlight, the fire. room temperature, your hand if you hold its balls. And <laughs> the, the temperature <laughs> rises about up. You. Now we're talking about you cupping the balls of a sipping bird. Well, everybody's oh. done that if they've ever seen well, no, a No, I haven't, I haven't cupped the balls. <laughs> have you, honest, ever, have you ever, ever owned a sipping bird? Yeah. Have you? Well, I never and, cupped and his balls. And no. you managed to resist cupping its balls. Well, I, I didn't even. I just used to let it go, and I thought maybe it was a momentum was heating it up, and there was a kind of chemical reaction. I, I didn't know that I needed to cup its balls because I would have done. We need to heat the chemical because the idea is the chemical right. rises up the tube, and a little bit of it then tips into the bird's. I beak. didn't know that. There was no instructions ever telling me to. We put need a to cup its balls or anything. <laughs> Oh my god! It's a natural thing to do. What's wrong with you, Ken? You freak! There's only one ball. It's not not so much balls, more of a bowl, really. But the ball, cup its bowl, cup its bowl, one ball, cup its one bowl. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm pleased there's a sipping bird in it because I looked at and went, you know, I've spent a lot of time with sipping birds over the years. Me too, Steve. Yeah. And it's nice to see them in movies, and maybe we can see them in more. I don't know. But a sipping bird is never going to reach the momentum. That is going to press that lighter to ignite the gas. But it was an American sipping bird. So it doesn't matter. Because what tips the bird is just a little bit of that fluid tipping into its beak. That's it. That's the only thing that makes it tip. Unless you cup its bowl. Well, no, that's how you do it. You make the chemical rise and it tips into its beak. And that unbalances it on its little pivot. And that's so it. So how, how could you get it to do it then? Is it impossible? Is that what you're saying? What? How about if it had bigger balls? Would it? What make it rock back and forth like that? It would need a yeah. fucking big beak, wouldn't it, with more fluid in it? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologise for the technical error there. We now move away from the impromptu science explanation and back to the Bones Horror Podcast. Who's that fucking idiot? <laughs> Oi! <laughs> I, I thought that was really good, Graham. I just I read it that who's that fucking idiot bit out, and uh, who, who's brought a sign? Who is this guy? <laughs> I thought that was well done, Graham. So, how many uh, Stellas tonight, Steve? Lots. Hooray! So, <laughs> Stephen's been talking about this movie, and we, we've kind of. Talk sipping birds for the last nineteen minutes, but it felt like nineteen years. Yeah. Um. Was there anything else, Steve? You no, you 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 come up with something funnier. No, because that was funny. No, no, I'm not putting you down. Don't take it like that, Steve. No, That's not... you go ahead. No. no, I've done my bit. This is your movie, and you want to talk about it. So, like <laughs> the sipping bird bit. Yeah. I like the sipping bird bit. Yeah, the sipping bird bit was kind of cool. A little unrealistic, but it was kind of cool. Yeah. It was kind of cool because of you need a really long beak to be able to achieve what happened. You need a, yeah, a lot more beak. A lot heavier a lot, beak. A lot heavier beak, a lot longer beak. Hold more fluid. Um, and a lot more fluid. Yeah. It'd be a bigger bird all round, would it, really? A big bird sipping bird. <laughs> That'd be good. Big yellow fucking <laughs> big bird. yellow sipping bird. With okay, feathers. so we've established that the sipping bird is not a very realistic way of setting off 
an explosion with a lighter in front of it. It's, it's not going to happen. Didn't Homer Simpson used to do his work with a sipping bird? He, he used to what? do his work? Yeah, I'm sure there's an episode of The Simpsons where Homer has a job where he just has to press Y. Um, and he got a sipping bird to, to do it. For yes. No, yeah, that, that sounds it, like and something it did that go could wrong. have happened. And it did go wrong. <laughs> I, I do remember that. So there you go. I do remember stuff mm-hmm. occasionally. Um, we digress. So so did I like anything else about it? Well, it, it was your pick. Well, there's a hardcore nail gun in it. <laughs> that. Um, or was it more of a rivet gun? I'm not really sure. Is that when they were up in the sky? Th- yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think they were more rivets than nails, but e- even so it was it was firing like a nail gun. I don't think a rivet gun would actually work. No. In that, that, na- way. that must have been a nail gun to do that. Rivets would just it yeah. wouldn't come out, would they? Would they? Well the thing well, with the ri- rivet needs yeah. to be needs to be uh operated differently to a nail. Let's put it that way. Yeah, very interesting. So anyway, <laughs> the other thing, there's a guy with glasses the, the, who was present at the, where they like smashed his face through all the glass in the lab. And I can't remember his name, but there's a bit where Darkman's got him down in the, under the street and is in, sort of interrogating him. <laughs> all right. yeah. I know the yeah. scene you're talking and, about. And by... In interrogating him, his his method of getting information out of him, for the most part, was holding his head underneath a drain pipe, which was pouring water on him. It's like, well, that's really serious. But this guy, this guy, apparently, I told you everything. He says, I told you everything. And Darkman says, I know, but let's pretend you didn't. And then hauls him up into the air and sticks his face through the the manhole cover in the street so all the cars are like coming towards his head in the road and then eventually a lorry kind of runs over his face it's the way he's bobbing around in the well, manhole it's cover that gets me pathetic. it's you know, ridiculous it, it looks so stupid but kind of funny but what was the idea of holding his head under a drain pipe I mean, well, I know I there they, is such a thing as water, water torture, torture. But I, I, yeah, but you, the whole thing about that is you've got something over your face, so you can't spit the water out. Isn't that kind of the point? I don't know. Um, I, I think, think there are various board. forms. Um, yeah. Yes, there is a form where you have like a towel or something over your face, but because otherwise, um, it's just pouring water on somebody. I mean, giving what, you a what, shower. What's that ever going to do? <laughs> Wash their hair? Or... Yeah, I've never really understood understood exactly what that's all about. But I guess there must be a trick to it. I just mm. think it was uh, poorly done, that bit. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, but... That was all. You know, once you... As I say, you accept the film is not taking itself too seriously. So when you get something appear that is quite poorly done, you think, yeah, fuck it, I'll laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> and I you quite know, like... It, it wins bloke. a lot of forgiveness. There's, there's a bloke who's trying to move in on... Um, Liam Neeson's girlfriend, isn't there? Yeah. Mrs. Schindler. Mrs. Schindler. <laughs> and he says to her, there's no cure for grief, but there is something that eases the symptoms, and it's called dance, and then takes her by the arm and takes her onto the dance floor. And I thought, wow, nice move. You're going to remember that one, are you? Yeah. Let me know how it works. If, if I'm trying you. to seduce an aggrieved woman who's lost her other half, yeah, I guess mm. that's that's the way to go. I'm not so sure. Nah. <laughs> no. Have you ever been an aggrieved no. woman? Chloroform, <laughs> mate. <laughs> well. If not, how do you know? <laughs> no, I haven't. So oh. I don't think it'll work, though, personally. You don't believe might... in the dance? No, that was a nineteen ninety though, wasn't it? Yeah, That's she might true. be an aggrieved woman. What who kind of dance like did dancing? they do in nineteen ninety? Uh, MC Hammer didn't make a MC Hammer. It definitely wasn't MC Vanilla Hammer. Ice, Ice Ice Baby, right? No, no, no. That was a bit of Bobby, a bit of Bobby Brown. 
That's not <laughs> dance, though, is it? That's just elevator music. <laughs> How about you, Graham? Did you enjoy parts of this film? Or all I, of it, I or? did enjoy some parts of it, yeah. Um, I mean, gen- generally speaking, it's it's not a great film. You know, the pacing is all over the place. The story is not particularly brilliant. And there there are lots of things wrong with it. But as I say, it does win a lot of forgiveness because they clearly sort of knew deep down, we're not doing a masterclass here, so let's just have some fun and see what happens. And the result is kind of amusing. Is this like five writers on this? It, come up, there you go. To go, come up with that. I, I'd say that is probably proof that more brains do not make a better product, necessarily. It's, it's like oh, it was yeah. written by a committee. Yeah. No, I think you're right. There is five five of them. And it kind of suffered as a result. The place. If, the, yeah. if the guy who had the original concept had just like worked with one of them to get a script together, maybe it would have been a better concept. Still did 86% Rotten Tomatoes. Mad, yeah, but the people who do that are stupid people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've, we've evidenced that by results they've given other films as well. True. Very true. Hmm. Right, anything else, Graham? Um, not you a know? lot, no. I'm, I'm just going to mention the, the scene where he's dangling from the helicopter, which I know, oh, yeah. I know is a scene that Stephen, because I, I remember seeing clips of this film when I was younger that, that Stephen actually showed me. And the scene where he crashes through the window into the board meeting was one such scene that I'd seen. So um, that, that brings funny, back... That one. Yeah, it was yeah. very funny, and it brings back some nostalgia, and it hasn't really lost the funniness over the years. It is still just a completely ridiculous situation with a, a, a very sort of everyday and out-of-place one line that just makes you laugh. Mm. What was that last line again? What was that line again? Excuse, Excuse me. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, you referenced that last week, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Now I get the reference. Takes it, me a while. It's a long, it's a long game with this one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the um, on the bad guy front, there was a there were members from a, of a band in it. Okay. And they're kind of like a kind of screechy high-pitched rock band. I can't think what they're called, but they're from around here. The Darkness? The Darkness, that's it. Well, they, they were in it. Yeah, really? you can see Justin, ugly gay guy, was definitely in it. Is he gay? I don't know. Well, oh. Justin Hawkins is sound, gay. He sounds like and he he's in... He might yeah, be. Maybe. I don't know. Um, he did buy a Honda CRZ from us when I was working at the... Uh, well, there you go, Clearly, <laughs> what did he buy that for? He's a millionaire. Well, he was. Yeah. Well, he he. he I, th- I think it was the fact that he has got quite a large flat dashboard, which is really good for snorting coke off. Yeah, uh, allegedly. And he would only run about. He was into that, was he? I don't. He'd know. only been about As I say, allegedly. At the time. That 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 was the theory we came up with. What was the other famous person who came in and bought a quad bike or something at that place? Oh, uh, little Chris! Oh, I like little Chris. Oh, bless him! Yeah, yeah, yeah he, uh, sadly he he bought, uh, passed bought away. a Zuma off us. Yeah, sadly passed away. Yeah, yes, he I did. I saw him live away. once. Anyway, oh dear. So, so we get to boners. Mm. Are you ready for that? Do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I need a little. Like musical intro for that bit. I might come up with one for the bonus. <laughs> Boner of the week. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with five. Because it was a bit of fun, but I was distracted a lot through this because it didn't really keep me watching it for the whole movie. Um, hence why I missed 
certain parts. Considering it's a Sam Raimi film, I thought I'd like it more. Um, I think Liam Neeson was wasted, really. <laughs> he probably was, yeah. <laughs> um, it would explain they a could lot. Have got, they could have got anyone to do that. Um, but so, I, yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is probably before Liam Neeson was really getting some of the... Uh... The better jobs, Fine. shall we say? Yeah, yeah. He oh, was I quite a young so. Liam Neeson then. It was. I was going to have a look what movies he had done b- before that, but not anything know. much anyone had heard of. No, no. So yeah, for me, I'm going to give it five. How about you, Steve? I think because it just makes me laugh, I'm going to give it one more and a six. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was this was your pick. Um, yeah, I I knew it was pretty. Bad. It's a revisit, though. Yeah, it was a revisit. That's good. How are you, Graham? Um, I'm actually gonna give it a five. As I say, it, it's it's not a brilliant movie by any stretch, but it does win some points for not taking itself seriously. I'll be, yeah, I'll be interested to see what whether we get as many listeners next week on this one or not we've been doing pretty well recently um but we, we haven't had a fight about anything or a food blender so yeah no no food, no food blenders or yeah it's, it's been a bit it's been a bit or, tame really they're very tame so far but then we might as well now move on to what we watched this week mm-hmm. what have you been watching no seriously what have you been watching I it's a bit of a funny week really because I attempted to watch a few films and didn't finish them. So really, there's only kind of two that's worth me talking about. Really, what I've watched. So the first one, and you might, you guys might like this because I put it on Twitter that I was watching a film called The Nightingale which had a Rotten Tomatoes of 86%. It was made in 2018. It was like a um, a movie set in Australia with the British Army there and the way they treat the Aborigines and the way they treat their Irish... I don't know if she was a criminal or whatever, but there's was, was a girl in it, the main character, and she's kind of has to go with the officers everywhere and she needs to be released by the British Army to continue her own life. She's got a husband and a baby. Um, So it's basically the story about her and this Aborigine guy called Billy she meets. But pretty much it's a film about her being raped by this British officer and they kill her husband and they kill her baby and it's quite brutal in parts. Um, But it's one hell of a film. 86% 86% rotten is is definitely worth a watch. I think it, it's either Prime or Netflix I watched that on. If you get the chance, guys, it's one hell of a story and definitely worth a watch, even with the rape scene and things. It's a really good film. Hmm. But that kind of got a lot of likes and things and people commenting on it when I put it on our, face, uh, on our Twitter page, which was... Kind of unusual. We normally get a few comments, but like eight or nine reasonably quickly. Um, so I watched that. If I was you, mm-hmm. give it a go. The the next one I watched after watching I Am Legend on Twitter. Uh, one of the final guys put on there <clears throat> what the fame that the, the best version of the book is because the book. Was I Am Legend, and there was three films made. Um, obviously, you got the newer I Am Legend. I can't remember the second one that comes to me later, but but I watched one, The Last Man, Man on Earth, um, which is based on the book, and it starred Vincent Price. You know, who he is. So you must know who Vincent Price is. So it told, it retold the story. This time, they were more like vampire like and. They didn't like mirrors. You know, you could stake them through the heart and there was garlic in it. And it was a PG film, but it, well worth a watch. 1964 movie. Sorry, sorry, there was garlic in it. What, what in their heart? Well, 
no, what, what I mean the, by that, garlic exploding yeah, everywhere. No, but what what I mean by it is, it was kind of old fashioned in the the story of vampires. Yeah, if you put garlic on your door, they won't like it. Um, right. Okay. If you show them, a, mm. if you've got a mirror, they can't look in it. Um, which was a new one to me. I can't remember that one. I thought yeah, it was no, just if there was a mirror there. Reflection, but... Yeah, but I didn't think it would affect them. Do you know what I mean? If I don't know, maybe it's a psychological imbalance. It's like I yeah, can't handle. I don't have maybe. a reflection. And they had he had like stakes all kind of made to to kill the things, and but it was very much more like a an old vampire film. Although it was kind of an airborne disease that caused them to turn into these vampires, not biting each other. Um, obviously, I think. From then on, by it may may have spread the disease, but I was you know it was a I think it was more like what the book told us, um, and the 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 Will Smith, I am legend, um, so they were the main two really that I remember much about. Um, there's one I need to finish as well, and then I spent a bit more time playing Tony Hawk's this week, so that was fun. So uh, spent more time on that. And been reading a pretty brutal book, which I want to finish, called The Groomer. It is absolutely brutal. Um, so I should be finished by next week, so I'll talk about it then. Um, I'll put it down a couple of times because it made me feel a bit weird. So didn't know it was going to be like that either. Hmm. So The Groomer. Anyone wants to uh, go and get that Anybody on Anybody wants to feel weird, read The Groomer. Well, if there's some scenes with children and not sexual stuff but more you know the violence towards them okay in certain scenes i was i was actually quite um anticipating what you were going to say there because you know mm-hmm. scenes with children mary the groomer had scenes with children in it but <laughs> nah. well, it's called the groomer anyway so the, the, the guys are grooming children to kind of get them away from their home situations um but it is, it is pretty, pretty brutal. I'm going to continue with it because I've read some tough stuff over the years. But hmm. um, I've got kids myself, so it's it's hard work getting through it. Um, and I certainly didn't know it was going to be along those lines. So that is what I've been watching and reading and playing this week. Steve, anything? Yeah, I um, I watched. Derek and Clive get the horn. Not sure if I've watched that. Is I watched the whole thing. I've watched bits. Is of that it a before. movie? Is yeah. that or is that kind of a sketch show? That is a movie. Well, no, it's well, it is a movie, but it's basically two people, i.e., Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, talking absolute bollocks to some extent off the cuff. Very foul language, particularly for the time, and it's just total carnage. It's it's unacceptable in today's world. So, so this has got the, the our American listeners may know what was his name? Uh, Peter Cl- Cook. Dar- Dudley Moore. More so. Dudley Peter Moore. Dudley as well. More yeah. Dudley Moore, I think, because he, he definitely know Dudley Moore. He was in. Uh, he's he's been in a few American films. Arthur. Arthur, yeah. um, Arthur, oh Arthur, and Arthur too. Actually, Arthur was the drunk. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. he was sort of the drunk rich guy. Yeah, yeah. so listeners, uh, it was also in him. Crazy People. Yeah, I'm sure, I've seen that one. Yeah, I, I, I remember that film. You see, but yeah, uh, but to that. be honest, D- Dudley Moore was. This is why they broke up. Is that Dudley Moore didn't really want to do this, this film, or the some of the stuff that went before, because he thought the controversy that would follow it might help sort of damage his Hollywood career that he was going for, because it's it's pretty out there mental and not at all politically correct. Has that got the someone called me a cunt thing in it or not? No, that's before that. But all of that is building up to this. 
which is where they they took the success that they had with Derek and Clive on audio and filmed it, which is is basically just those two sat in front of microphones and dicking about in a studio doing the same thing, but it's on camera. So, yeah, it is not very well... It's just carnage. There's no real structure to it. It is just those two kind of messing about, basically being as offensive as possible. (laughs) And for that reason, it is funny. But... You would have fitted in well on that show then, really. Yeah, you would. I don't know. Our listeners remember Paul. He was on the first on nine or ten episodes. Well, it's his DVD. I, I oh, I explains it all then. He, really. he brought it round and we watched it. And that, it's the first time I've seen it all the way through. Not on YouTube, little clips and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did, did he watch it the night you intended? I think so, yeah. Like, you must have started quite late. Yeah. After yeah. you'd gone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, really? I, I can't remember what time we left, but... Yeah, I know it was talking on a bit. Well, you, would, you wouldn't have remembered if you drank a whole bottle of whiskey while you were here. Oh, Graham. What? <laughs> whole bottle of whiskey? Whole bottle? Yeah. Yeah. A newly opened bottle. Dry. Smashed it down. Well, no, it was over the course of a few hours. Yeah, several hours. Yeah. Yeah. Or a litre or... No, 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 a 70 cent a litre. It's quite a lot. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I need, needed to numb the memory of the fireworks display. Yeah. Oh yes, you had a fireworks display. Was it a good fireworks display? <laughs> I found bits of it out the front of the house today. <laughs> Did you? So I'd say it was pretty good, but yeah? some of them went off a bit Wrong. premature. Like they well, had no, 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 it wasn't premature. It was because we one of them fell over. Oh yeah, so it fired the fireworks at us. at us instead of into the sky. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, it was fun. It was all good. Paul, Paul did observe that my my instinct was to dive behind him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was that was pretty instinctive. You yeah. Were sort of, this has gone wrong. Let's stand behind Paul. Yeah, good, good plan. <laughs> it was the fact that after that, Paul decided, yeah, now is the time to start suggesting, yeah, let's tape four of these boxes together and see what happens. Yeah, and no, I wasn't up for that. No. It caused Definitely enough carnage not. already. <laughs> but after him cutting your trees down. Yeah, he, he fucking sawed my trees down. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. What trees? Well, I got very tall fir trees. And he, and he sawed one of them down? Not the whole thing, because that would have, like... They're very, very tall. I know how big your trees are. No, they're big. I know, they would have landed I on know, the house. They were huge. I know how large your trunk is, mate. Yeah, my trunk is huge. And he sawed off a bit that was, like, off to the left. So, not the oh. main trunk. But... <laughs> he trimmed your trunk to he, the he smaller trimmed, trunk. He trimmed a branch that was off to one direction... And it was quite substantial. And then what happened? Well, it fell off. And what did you do? It set fire to it? Or... Yes. Yes, that's, exactly. that's pretty exactly much what that. I was jumping through in the videos that you saw. Yeah, that branch. Wow. <laughs> wow, well, at least it got rid of it. So, And you've had your tree trimmed as well, haven't you? I have, yeah. He's got a natural gazebo now. Yeah, you can walk under it. It's like a den. It was already a bit like a den, but now it's a bit more accessible. Is he going to do some more of it, do you think? Or I really don't know what to do with them. Uh... Like, I can smell burning. <laughs> what do you mean you can smell burning? You're on a podcast, mate. It's not me or Steven. Well, well, no, I'm it's sure it's coming local, from your I'm, house. I'm, you know, e- either the neighbour's house is on fire or my fan is. Well, what about if your house is on fire? Have you considered that? No, I'd have thought Josie would have let me know. Well, maybe she's burned. She's not burning the pizza, right? <laughs> right. Well, no, no, we've already had dinner, so there shouldn't be anything. Yeah, she cooking. might just put you on another pizza. Keep she might have just fallen on the fire. 
What fire? <laughs> the fire that's burning your house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I expect somebody's having a fire outside. It's blowing in the upstairs yeah, you, bathroom. You tell window. yourself that everything's fine. Yeah, someone else yeah, is fine. That's fine. I'm not feeling any excess heat. The fan is still working. Yeah, we're all okay. good. Well, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> so, Graham. Yes. What have uh, you been watching this week? We got Lady in the Tramp or something like that? No, or? no. Uh, this week I I felt like a bit of a comedy dose, so I rewatched uh, Black Books. <laughs> I've never watched them. I do oh. know what it's got the guy with a beard in it, isn't it? Bill Bailey. Yes, yeah, yes. Bill Bailey. That's it. Bill Bailey. Yes. It's a funny show. It's worth a look. It is yes. definitely. I mean, it's a Graham Linehan uh, show. Um, the guy who he did Father Ted and um, uh, the IT crowd. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Barbara Ted. Yeah, it's it, it, nice. I mean, it, well, it was mo- mostly co written uh, Graham Linehan and um, Dylan Moran, who. It plays Bernard Black. Mm. But, yeah, it, it is a very, very funny show. Definitely worth a look. Um, a lot of relatability because, you know, I know I know somebody who's almost permanently drunk, so, you know. Yeah. I know something <laughs> like that, too. Um, I've, got, that? I've got a favourite line from Black Books. Which one? It's when Bill Bailey is the other side of a door and he's trying to communicate something through the door, but uh, Bernard can't hear him. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. And he just says, you're just a beard with an idiot stuck to it. (laughs) (laughs) Does it for me. I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very good. There are some very good one-liners in there. Um, and it's quite uh, from a uh, from a movie perspective. It's actually quite funny to look at the uh, at certain people who crop up because um, obviously you've got uh, Dylan Moran and Bill Bailey, both of whom appeared in the <clears throat> in the Edgar Wright uh, Cornetto trilogy, as in Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz and World's End. Oh, we know what the Cornetto. I was going to say, get the music on. (laughs) Come on. Even our American listeners know what the Cornetto. I would would hope so, but you know. Um, But yeah, obviously, you get Nick Frost makes an appearance in there, Um, as does Simon Pegg when um, the, the sort of like the decent bookshop opens up next door. He, he's the manager for that. Um, Lucy Davis appears mm. as one yep. of um, one of Fran's friends, uh, played by Tamson, T- Tasmin Tasmin Grieg. Um, but yeah, Who's there's, there's Lucy a, Davis. Sorry, she in the office was she? She was in the office, and she was also um, oh, she Dawn. was also in yeah Dawn, Dawn yeah. in the office, and she was in uh, Shaun of the Dead as well. Oh, was she? oh yeah, she was uh, his as girlfriend. Dylan Moran's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, so remember the, now. that's so Jasper quite a few... daughter. Yeah, it is. Yes. So there's quite a few sort of crossovers between the two that that feature, and it's like I just find it quite nice to see. It's like ah, oh, yeah, I can see why you've because uh, uh, even Martin Freeman makes an appearance in the first episode of Black Books. Wow. Hmm. And once again, he, he's a recurring uh, um, Cornetto he, he appearance. Play, he played Bilbo Baggins. Uh, or was that, it Frodo Baggins? That, that, he, he was in the one of the um, Hobbit. Hobbit film. Uh, maybe more Watson. than one. I don't know. I haven't I watched he was... any of the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit films. So, Oh, they're great. I think uh, I, got, been... I got about what? 15 minutes into Lord That's of the, the Rings thing. and turned it off. Oh, so mate, I, I thought you'd be really week. into that with the whole Harry Potter obsession. Bilbo Baggins. Hang on, what obsession? Well, you the whole Harry wizardry Potter. thing. What, what? What? Are you saying I'm a wizard? No, I'm saying you like wizards. You certainly no, like no, Harry Potter. 
I, I, yeah. I admit I enjoyed the Harry Potter films, but, it, it, you know, it's like saying, you know, oh, Stephen, you enjoyed Dark Man. You must enjoy bandages a lot. Yeah. But isn't, isn't, <laughs> isn't Lord of the Rings kind of a wizardy kind of film? Well, it's there got, is a wizard, it's got a, a wizard, wizard in it. it. But, What's his name, the wizard? Uh, uh, Gandalf, isn't it, that one? Yeah, Gandalf. Played by Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah. Didn't he do an intro for us? Ian McKellen. Uh, no, that was... No, 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 it was Michael Gambon. That was Gambon. Dumbledore. Yeah. Mike... They are pretty much the same person, I think, anyway. Wow. Well, they're both, right? they're both wizards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, no, this is the thing, you know. As I say, I've, yes, I enjoyed the Harry Potter films, you know. And but you haven't I think, watched Lord of the Rings, but I, I, well, no. As I say, I started watching Lord of the Rings. I got about fifteen well, minutes in. Fair no, enough. I, I just thought those. I no, thought sure those two were kind of intertwined. They're no, in the same universe. Not that I, I can. What? Hang on. What? They're in the same universe. How does that work? Yeah. Well, well they've got wizards in it. Yeah. That's yeah. Um... But it must be in the same universe. You didn't. Well, well by, by that count, Dukes of Hazard and Fast and Furious must be in the same universe because they've both got they cars are. in it. No, 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 no. Are they not? No. It's got no. Johnny Knoxville in it, isn't it? No, 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 no. Yeah. That's the logic we're working with, is it? Oh, oh you know, there's, there's something these two films have in common. Must be in the same universe. Well, there's a lot of films that have cars in them. Yeah, yeah, so they're all in the same universe, clearly. There's Her- not Herbie. 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 Was one of my yeah, that, I yeah. would actually put Herbie in the same universe as Jukes and Hazard. And Jackass. No. <laughs> I don't get it, mate. It's got what? It's complicated. It is complicated. No, I can see that. I mean, I don't know. When, when, when people say that a film is not from the same universe, I really don't know what the hell they're talking about. But I think it. I th- this I've is, got my what, own what definition. Talk, what they are talking about is utter bullshit, I think, actually, when they're talking about the universe. You know, I mean, fair enough, you have a, a, a continuity between different films, and that's what qualifies it as a universe. It's when people start fucking around saying, oh, this film that's actually completely unconnected might be in the same universe as this other film. And, you know, you know what? Just. Go back to your fucking library and read more books. Just, just fuck off and shut up. But what, what two films are in the same universe that are not the same franchise? Well, oh Harry God. Potter one. What's the What's the other ones that that? Well, what, what, there's two other films made that are in the same universe as Harry y- Potter. Yes, other... uh, the, there's the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find that's Them. It, Fantastic Beasts, but that I think that's linked. To Lord of the Rings, you think you think that's linked to Tolkien? Yeah. So you got, got Ro- Rowling and it. Tolkien in, in conspiracy wizards. with the world or something? Yeah, because he's got wizards in it. Yeah, the tales of King Arthur had wizards in them. Yeah. But there you go. Maybe it's all linked. Maybe. Or, may- or and- maybe there's just way too many people with fuck all better to do in their lives than make up conspiracy theories about films. Yeah, just you might a thought. be right, mate. It's just all quite confusing oh, for me because sorry, you know, I, I don't want to be any more confused than I already am. <laughs> and then, you know, what? Why can't? Why do we have to have all this fan fiction and and people? Bleating on about conspiracies or whether the film was any good, you know, it's, it's like you know, they made the Star Wars films, uh, you know, like them or not, doesn't actually matter. Nobody gives a shit what you thought of it. But there's now talk because apparently not enough people liked the final trilogy that Disney are actually trying to come up with a way of of erasing it and starting again, allegedly. And Cancel like, no. culture. Cancel culture. No, 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 no. It's fuck off culture, if you ask me. Just fucking <laughs> accept you made a bad oh. film and deal with it. Why have you got I to think try that's what you got to do. It? Yeah, I think you just need to leave it alone. And well, what would you do, do if you made a bad would... film? You'd make another one, wouldn't you? I didn't actually realise there was wizards in Star Wars. 
<laughs> well, technically, this... you could argue there are. What What are the Jedi if not Yoda? Wizards? Yoda, he was a wizard. He's, yeah, he, he's he was probably, green. Yeah, there you, he was a yeah, muppet. There you go, then. He was a fucking muppet. He was Miss Piggy. He, Kermit. Miss Piggy no, wasn't, wasn't green. Kermit. He, he, he was, he Kermit. was Miss Piggy. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to voice an objection here. Miss Piggy oh, was not green. If no, you painted the green, it should be Yoda. Yeah, but she wasn't pig. painted green. The pig. Voiced by the same guy. As who? Vote Yoda. Yoda oh. was Frank Oz. Right. And that As was, was Yoda. Miss Piggy. Really? Yes. Fuck Listen to the there's, two. There's your link. Listen to the two. That, 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 that has fucking boiled my melon. Blown my mind. Whoa. Whoa. Fucking hell. Oh, that's 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 I'm done. That's amazing. <laughs> was he gone? I don't, I don't as have well, anything else to say. I'm yeah, just like blown was. away. He was Gonzo as well. Probably, yeah. Incredible. Gonzo. Fra- Frank Oz did Miss a lot Piggy of voices. and Yoda. Yes. Yeah. All in the same universe. Yoda and Miss Piggy amazing. are the same voice, just at a different pitch. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Think- oh. This is y- like Yoda. being stoned again. <laughs> is, I, I feel like I've had about 60 joints. This is like one of those revelation moments. It's like, oh my... Whoa! Oh, Fuck! No! Whoa! Steve, you better get that fucking food blender on, mate. This is going... This is mad. Oh, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm way too blown away. <laughs> I, 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 the, the, the food blender's in a different room. <laughs> Thank fuck! I am just like whoa. So whoa, we spent ten minutes, fifteen minutes talking about yeah. wizards and and things. So and it Muppets. was all because Graham had watched what black books. <laughs> there you go. Different. So universe. did you watch anything else, Graham? Uh, the only other thing that springs immediately to mind was um, I, I I put Deadpool on today while I was working. Okay. Um, That's a good film. Unfortunately, I was working, so I didn't pay it full attention, and I can't really comment on it too much. What did you put it on for, then? Background noise, mostly. Background noise. Okay. Mm. I mean, it may it may inspire me to give it a second look, because... Um, it's it's very funny. I, I'm sure, I, I dare say. It is very funny. Yeah, I did, I I did notice a lot of, um, a lot of fourth wall-breaking jokes, you know, um, you know, sort of like I, I remember the line. I was like, "Oh, maybe that explains why Ryan Reynolds is where he is." You know that kind of joke going on. So yeah, it's a bit of yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of an in humour to it. So it might be worth another look, but it didn't distract me enough from work for me to really make much comment about it. <laughs> <laughs> well then, so we're pretty much. At the end of episode 20. Oh, yeah. yeah. How did we make it this far? Who knows? knows? (laughs) Nobody (laughs) knows. Who knows? So, if you're on Twitter, you can follow us at the Bones Horror Pod. Facebook's Bones Horror Podcast. And Instagram, I think, Bones Horror Podcast. And we seem to be getting lots of followers on there. People... Doing it, but you know, Twitter's going well. Lots more people talking to us now and getting involved. Um, no one actually asking for kitchen plans or can they have a shepherd's pie, cottage shepherd's pies, or cottage pies or Blu rays? But no one's asking about it. But actually, people are getting involved out there, so I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased. And we seem to be, we seem to be getting more listeners, and hopefully, we keep them. We don't bore them too much with our talk of wizards and things. Um, so next week is Graham's pick. Yeah. So what we're going with, Graham? Have you thought about this? Did you know I, it was your I pick? Have. Have I just surprised yes. you? No, no, it's not a surprise. Um, I am kind of torn between mm. two at the moment. Okay. So I'm going to yeah. give you two the choice. Way. Uh, between two films, okay. You we can either go old school or really old school. Oh, 
Mm. I, I don't mind old school at all. It, it depends. Are you talking eighties, nineties, or are you talking earlier? We can go eighties or seventies. Oh gosh. Mm. I'm happy to go seventies. I can't enjoy seventies, but I'm happy either way. But um, mm. depends and what Stephen? it is we're watching. Well, you may have the casting about. vote here. Well, what you haven't told me what the film is? The films well, are well, no, no. Pick a decade: seventies or eighties. Well, seventies. Okay, so you, you, Kev's happy either way. So this way, I'm going to say we we go for The Exorcist. Oh yes! <laughs> oh lovely! <laughs> Look at I'm looking at it right in front of me. I, so, I have it as well. So, and I, I I don't know. Do you have that? Do you have it, Stephen? No. Why would I have that shit? It's not shit. <laughs> yes. Have you ever seen it? No, yes. it's yes, not. The second one's shit, but the first one's great. I, pr- I prefer the one with Leslie Nielsen in. Mm. Oh, what's that called? Repossessed. Um, Repossessed. Has that got Linda? Has that got Linda Blair in as well? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh well. But yes, I've seen. I I know the film. I have seen it, and no, for that reason, I don't own it. But I'm up for that. Quite keen yeah. on it. Okay. So next week. We will be reviewing our episode 21, The Exorcist. And we're heading towards episode 25. What happens on episode 25? Well, I would like to revisit episode one, Triangle. Because I might might be busy that day. No, because have you seen it? um, I'm pretty sure I've got an appointment. You know, I'm, I'm busy... This is our episode I'm, I'm, I'm one, and washing. it's one that me and Steve He's having sat hair there. implants. I'm, I'm, I'm washing my horse. <laughs> She's busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? This That's is my bin. can of Heineken. Yeah, was that bin? Was, it, was that what it was? I, I think I can. I can. Someone, like someone banged their head against the law drum. Hang on. So you got me. You come. Yeah. Excellent. So you can't. You can't be cleaning your horse that weekend. So. Uh, oh bollocks! It's going to be a dirty well, that's horse. That's what We don't. We don't have to do it. But I would think I'd like to revisit Triangle, and do a. Yeah, I think I'm another. Up for that. Yeah. So our episode twenty-five because. We didn't think we'd get this far. I'm amazed we have, and we're still enjoying it. Well, I'm still enjoying it. I don't know about you, Steve. I think you are. Mm. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, mm. we've done 20 episodes, consumed probably, what, 4,000 cans of beer in about that time? That. Yeah, yeah. Um, per episode. Plus tonight. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's been great. So thank you very much for listening. Get in contact on Twitter. Um, any recommendations that you can give me, Kev, to watch over the week? But what did we watch this week? That would be great. Um, so we'll see you all next week for episode 21, The Exorcist. See you later. Ladies. Come on, grow. That was me. Steven's the silent one. What? I said late. What? I said laters. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>